what's funny is, as a matter of fact, the uh, client who needs their items moved to Texas doesn't even know where they are in the city. They, he knows they're in a storage unit. He doesn't know where. They're <laughs> so in Brooklyn. They all Talk use... about like a needle in a haystack, yeah. right? Oh, um, but we're gonna we're gonna get it done. Hi, I'm Lisa Mirabile, and I'm here with Jack Maseka, and we're moving you into the future with the Advance Group. Oh my God, it is so nice to be here. It How is. How are you, Jack? I'm good. I'm good. You're we good. are uh, kind of in the thick of uh, summer right now, and. You know, with summers comes comes some uh, excitement as a whole. Oh my God! There's the smell of hot dogs. The vendors are out. There's pretzels. I feel like New York is just coming right back. The streets are alive. They are. They really are. And the stores are full again. You know, there, so nice there's definitely see. some action. I just bought uh, tickets to my first concert. Awesome! Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's over so a exciting! Year. So, wow! Uh, Live music. Exactly. Oh, I know. I'm pumped. So nice. I'm pumped. So nice, and. With that being said, 46% of all businesses are coming back to the office, but they're kind of still in transition. They're moving into smaller spaces. What are you seeing? Right. So, you know, we've talked about the return to office and and everything we've seen through that. And, you know, a lot during the pandemic was planning. You know, uh, what are we going to do? What's it going to look like? Yeah, that unknown. Exactly. And now we're seeing a lot of the execution. And with that execution comes a lot of different variables. But, you know, one of the things we are seeing is companies are downsizing their space right now Uh, with employees working from home now. uh, You know, they they have an opportunity to downsize and save money. You know, interesting point, because although everyone's kind of coming back the real estate market is still super high Oh, super high yeah super, super high. high so yeah. they're coming back in smaller spaces which means they can you know save money on their real estate costs so an overhead so that's right exactly and i was just talking with oliver about that uh you know even though like per per, per square footage uh rates didn't decrease that much there was a ton of incentives that landlords okay. were office offering with like, you know, TI and, you know, free year or free months rent yeah. and stuff like that. And a lot of companies are taking advantage of that and they're using that to, the, to their advantage. Oliver even mentioned some landlords are willing to like pay the rest of, you know, tenants leases, uh, you know, just so they, they, they either take more space. So or, Oliver is a commercial real estate specialist. That's right. That was in your last podcast. Now, I really enjoyed that podcast. I, I learned a lot. And yeah. um, that's why I actually brought up the real estate space. So it's not that the prices have dropped because I've seen an increase in the prices, but they're offering more incentives right. to to um, their tenants, exactly. which is interesting. Okay, Ex- Exactly. And like the sublease market is still on fire. And, you know, what we're also seeing is like some subleases that were on the market, Oliver was telling me, are coming off because, you know, mm. some, some companies who, who thought they were going to need less space didn't need that but one of the things i'm really focused on helping uh clients with right now as we do transition back into the space and and make these reconfigurations is the management of their assets what what is that what is what is asset management what what exactly consists you know or constitutes i should say an asset so let me preface this first a lot of people think of asset management as far as like the financial aspect that's what i was thinking like what do you what is a moving company doing with asset (laughs) management i don't understand right ours is a little different so ours is physical asset management within the office space so Mm -hmm. you know when you do rent that space you're going to fill it with assets those assets being the office furniture uh the it components Um, all of the office supplies, if you want to get that granular, you know, essentially anything that you purchase 
for that space becomes the company's assets. Oh, got it. Okay. And that we, makes sense. And, and what we aim to do is help manage those assets. So, you and know, what, what, in which way? What do you mean by manage? So, good question. Whether or not you maintain an asset within that space. Mm. So, like hypothetically speaking, and what we've been seeing a lot of is companies are downsizing their space. Correct. So, what that right. means is, you know, prior they had, let's say, 20,000 square foot of office space and right. they had furniture to fill out that office space completely. Well, now they only have 10 square, 10,000 square feet of office space and they don't need all that furniture anymore. So what are they doing with it? We can help them and what we've been doing is helping them move it back to storage to okay. hold there mm -hmm. or liquidating, donating, disposing it completely. So the advanced group can liquidate and dispose or dispose right. of the assets as you call them right furniture desks computers computers too oh, yeah uh, absolutely i would imagine that there's some issues with privacy on computers there is and that's actually a very good point to bring up you have to mm -hmm. essentially strip the computer of all of its information it's mm -hmm. a process it's called e-waste okay and uh it, it is a process of basically getting all of the ip intellectual property related to that company off of that computer off of that hard drive we do that okay um, and and now are you I'm sorry, I have so no, many go, questions go, about it. Yeah. Um, so do you catalog this? Or before you um, go ahead and wipe out a computer, are you putting it on some kind of like storage device so they still have that because they can't lose the intellectual property, I imagine? So I'm what just happens? A, I'm just yeah, asking. so sorry, what happens was, no, don't, don't apologize. These are good questions. What happens is, is that computer... Essentially what happens is you have an asset tag that you'll place on that computer and mm -hmm. that asset tag will have either a barcode or a number or something to that effect okay. where you can essentially scan it and then the information related to that computer, whether it be its hard drive information, its um, like IP address, whatever it may be, right. is uploaded into a software and then that asset essentially has its own story uh, okay. related to it. And like what a, what's a part of that story is like the purchase date, um, the model, the size, whatever it may be. And then what happens is, is if you are getting rid of that asset, you essentially continue the story to show that on such and such date, this asset has been terminated. We no longer have it. It's been disposed. It's been donated. You have to highlight that when you do that, because hypothetically speaking, if you don't do that, and you get audited as a company, well, yeah. then that, still that asset still shows up on your ledger sheet, in which case you're paying for an asset that you don't even have anymore. Got it. And that's where we can help. We can help keep those assets organized because it's incredibly important. When, when I was on the end user side, mm -hmm. we were in an opposite situation where we, we were in a position of hyper growth. And because of that, as a new company too, we were young. We were not effectively managing our assets and i saw this happening and like god forbid you know there's a flood there's a fire something along those lines if we lose those assets we don't have any paper trail other than our purchase date and that becomes very dangerous for tax reasons for insurance reasons if anything happens so i really care a lot and i bring it up to clients all the time about you know even though you are getting rid of this asset you need to make sure that you eliminate it on your balance sheet and it no longer sure. is your asset and on the opposite end of that if you do, let's say, move it into storage for temporary storage, whether it be six months, whether it be, you know, years, whether you don't know how long it's going to be there. Right. But you want to keep it for a future date, you know, mm -hmm. just in case it's still your asset and it needs to be documented where it is and, and, and what it's doing right now. So, you know, again, we offer 
uh, not only the software, but the services to update that asset if needed. So it's in storage right now. Okay. And you know where that is. And again, even taking this a little bit further, if you move, let's say you are downsizing, let's say you had 20,000 square feet of space, and now you're going to have 10,000 square feet in Manhattan and 10,000 in Brooklyn, and you're moving assets from the Manhattan office to the Brooklyn office. You're answering my, my question. I was just going to ask you, are you managing that like or reallocating those assets to different locations for them as well? Because I would imagine if you know, I am now opening a facility in Texas, right. right? We have so many businesses that are moving headquarters outside of New York or a, a satellite office. Could they reallocate those assets to other individuals without having a problem on their ledger or yep. a chance of um, intellectual property being shared on Axon? And how does the advanced group sort of manage that for a company right. or ensure, you Good. know, the success of that? That's a good question because, you know, again, why it's advantageous to work with the advanced group on this, because we are the ones moving your assets already. So we're already taking an inventory of items mm -hmm. when we move them to protect ourselves. So therefore, <coughs> we're already part of this process naturally, which makes sense for us to be involved in the asset management process because we know what we moved. And, right. and by knowing that and having that information, we can easily upload it into an asset management software and tell the story. Like I said, continue the story. Every asset has a story. So when you say upload, it lives online. So if I was, let's say, the CIO of a company, I could go on and, and take a look and see where those assets might be so that I could plan, you know, my next technology move or, you know, into a different space or just to see what I have available for me um, to reallocate. Exactly. Okay. And even coming out of the pandemic, too, I know we've talked about this before, if, if, companies were offering to purchase certain IT or certain furniture items, you know, let's say companies offered a sit-stand desk to, sure. uh, you know, for employees to pick from or a chair or anything like that. Again, just because it didn't make its way into the office space, it's still a company asset. So you need to, let's say that employee now found a new job during the pandemic and they're not with the company anymore. Right. It's still your asset. And, you know, we see it so often. It becomes such a slippery slope with this because, again, you know, C-level suite executives are focused on other things and facilities people are focused on maintaining the office. And, you know, we can really help be that, I don't want to say crutch, but resource to help manage this, this flux of change that we're in right now to, to, to really make it a lot easier for, uh, you know, clients as they manage this just choppy water right now and like you know getting back and, sure. and getting back uncertain to waters right yeah, for sure i mean um no one knows how long we should hold on to these assets right but i did like these tips that you kind of shared with me that you created for moving into a smaller uh office space which was you know getting rid of the unneeded furniture and equipment so you can help them assess what they need what they should store and for how long, correct? Absolutely. Uh, measuring of the space, you know, so that they have an idea of the footprint that mm -hmm. they're currently going to take, make sure it's accurate, so that they can have their designers or their team, you know, come in and reallocate the space and use it efficiently. Um, consider multi-purpose fur furnishings. I loved that because I'm always into like, you know, maybe something that I once used as a desk now becoming, you know, shelving space or, you know, and I think that that's really important. Even one desk becoming two. I read that you had put that in there and I thought that that was great. And um, the fact that you guys are 
you know, part of OMA, yeah. I think it speaks volumes for your um, capabilities and the ability to kind of get you from one place to the other if you're, you know, going into a smaller space or setting up that satellite office, that you have those partners that sort of do that for us. And one of the things you mentioned about OMA, you know, what we've seen an uptick in is a lot more movement of assets to different markets because New York's always been a hub. We've talked yeah, about this sure. before. It's right. just, it's like the hub. Yeah. Um, and, and what I've been doing actually now is some items that were in storage. Right. Is, are getting moved to different markets now to be allocated there. So again, as part of that asset management process, we can help basically connect that paper trail as it leads to the new office. And I've been doing uh, moves for clients. Um, I got one going to Austin, and then another actually uh, is going to Paris from New York. Oh, that's terrific. Yeah, it is. Um, so uh, it, it's you know it's interesting to see again what they need and what's funny is as a matter of fact the uh client who needs their items moved to texas doesn't even know where they are in the city they he knows they're in a storage unit he doesn't know where they're <laughs> so in had they all talk used... about like a needle in a haystack yeah. right oh, um but we're gonna we're gonna get it done i got to talk to like the property management uh there and 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 kind of connect the dots to see where this is but like imagine that you know it's like a scavenger hunt it can be. I mean, again, if you don't have control of your assets yeah. in that paper trail, it, it can be like a scavenger hunt. And, you know, like I said, God forbid anything ever happens. You want to make sure that that process can be run as easy as possible for your finance department and, and things like that. Well, not only that, but so many businesses go out of business, right? right? And you're dealing with you might save a couple of grand on a move. But when you're talking about you know, longevity and the experience and then the partners and, you know, being able to handle everything for years to come, you know, from start to finish, along with the catalog, it seems like, you know, it's a no brainer to call the advanced group or someone like the advanced group, you know, right. <laughs> I, <laughs> to I, help out. I agree. So, I agree wholeheartedly, but definitely just call the advanced group. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jack. <laughs> I'll call the advance group. And how's everything been with you, too? You're kind of getting a pickup, too, with business and whatnot, huh? Yeah. I mean, it's really nice to hear the phones ring. I mean, for a while, that was just so super quiet. And we'd sit in the office, and it would be like crickets. But now to have the phones ring, people coming back to life, you know, um, there's a lot to talk about. And there's a lot to talk about, I think, for every company that we deal with, you know, whether it be... Um, you know, law firms that are dealing with their moves and their assets and their records and things like that, you know, on the digital marketing side, right. they're also dealing with how are they now communicating? How are they breaking through, you know, the clutter, which, you know, the digital playing field has been so robust lately yep. that you can't get your voice heard. And now new privacy issues that have come out through COVID. Um, I don't know if you read, but there was a huge cyber breach with a lot, yeah, yeah, a lot of security. So that's another issue, you know, with managing that. And um, so there's just a lot going on. There's always something new coming out, a lot to read, yeah. you know, a lot, a lot of information being shared digitally. Again, those privacy issues come up over and over again. And that's where, you know, we really shine in making sure that you get your voice heard above this and that you're taking the proper um you know, steps to be so secure and careful with, you know, the sharing of that information. Right, right. And that's too, you know, and you do a great, great job with us. Um, but yeah, you know, again, that's too, you brought it up. 
in terms of with the e-waste and, and getting rid of those monitors because you know mm -hmm. we talked about like the furniture aspect but even if you are allowing or you were allowing a, an employee to buy like a monitor or you right. know anything along those lines that's related to IT you need to make sure if you are uh, e-wasting it and, and, and getting rid of it you know to, to put it just easily um, you, you have to make sure you take the necessary precautions to, to wipe that of, of any impertinent IP information. Actually, Anthony shared a document with me at some point because we were doing the same thing. And he's like, well, and it was so nice to see that you guys actually had documentation on how to go about this process because I've asked others and they don't. So when eliminating, you know, such uh, sensitive data as we have with our clients, um, it was great to be able to rely on the advanced group to take me sort of through those steps of what I need to do first, mm -hmm. you know, make sure the laptops are shut right. down, make sure that you're, you know, you've signed out of all of your, um, you know, just really basic things and make sure you're signed out of all of your emails, all of your iClouds, right. you know, I use iCloud, so I said iCloud, but all your cloud software that you're completely shut off and um, have removed yourselves from that before it goes out to, to be e-wasted, as you say, and wiped out and that all the information is in a secure cloud environment. Um, it was nice to be able to sort of go through a checklist right. and that Anthony you know, had shared with me that you guys do, and I think that it's so important. And it kind of made me feel secure in even making the decision to use you because it seemed like you were the experts and you had the experience behind you. And I think that that's what speaks volumes. You know? Yeah, yeah, no, that is the name of the game. And that is one of the things that we, we can kind of rest our head on at the advanced group is knowing that we do have people in places internally who are the experts, whether it be moving, whether it be furniture installation, whether it be IT, you know, we have the right people, you know, leading that ship and, and steering that ship, so to speak. Uh, so, yeah, we, we see it time and time again with clients and you know, it's nice, too, because I know that I don't have to be the expert on everything. That's you know, great. I can rely on people to come in and say, if a client has a question for me, you know, I can I can say I might not know the answer, but so and so on our team certainly will. Let's set up a meeting with him and discuss this a little more. I think that's so smart because. Um you know, when you're dealing with other intellectual people, they're going right. to know you don't know all right, the answers, exactly. right? Last, I mean, Lee yeah. Iacocca, I always use this example. Lee Iacocca didn't build the car, right? right? Exactly. He, he, he ran a really great exactly. company, but he didn't build the car. Right. You have to rely on your team, and the team is what makes you, right? right? And the team is really what creates your brand, right? And that's, you know, my my whole mantra right? <laughs> um, and, and my specialty. But you guys have a great team. It makes me feel secure. Um, I loved that you were always available for the questions and answers. And when you didn't know the answers, you put me in touch with your expert on those matters. And of course, you can't know everything, right? right. So there's techno technology issues. There's, you know, liquidation. I don't think you're you're holding any kind of auctions anytime soon, but no. the people in your company do, right? right? Exactly, so. and we can get you best price for you know some clients actually right now they were going to buy new office chairs which cost like a thousand dollars a piece, and I saw this I was like, listen, like I can get you some alternative options that are far more affordable and still just as dependable um, in quality furniture, you know, in name brand furniture like stuff you would want to buy. It's just used. And um, yeah, you know, and, and that's the thing. I mean, that's a way you're saving a client thousands of dollars. I mean, like tens of thousands of dollars. So, you know, that's like a way that we can offer our 
not just knowledge, but resources to client to help save you money. I just want to bring up one point. N not only is it used, but it's cleaned, right. which That's I was I mean. so That's thrilled I mean. with I mean, that, like, like to new. see the process because right. you guys, you, you know, yeah, the pandemic where a lot of us are vaccinated, but you still have to be careful. So, um, so I was so happy to find that when you're dealing with those other, you know, used pieces of furniture that you did put it through the same process right. as when you clean, you know, the offices um, that are active. So that was really nice. It made me feel confident in that as well. Yeah, we deliver it like new. I mean, you would never know. No employee never. would ever know it was used. Um, and like, that's the other thing too we offer internally is like furniture, you know, refurbishment and restoration too. So even if uh, you had an, an, an item damaged, um, you know, whether it be through the move or, or something internally, you know, we can help fix that. You don't have to go buy a whole new table or buy no, a whole new good. chair. Yeah, that's really I mean, good again, that, that saves a, a ton of money. Um, so yeah, you know, that, that's where we aim to help and just being uh, a beacon of knowledge and resources for clients. And we're seeing it more and more now. You know, what was interesting is, I've mentioned it on the podcast before, I started during the pandemic. So like my introduction, not just to the advanced group, but as the industry as a whole, was so distorted by that, um, not necessarily in a bad way, but just outside of the norm. And like now I'm starting to see a bit of quote unquote normalcy sure. with the position and dealing with clients and like the work that we're doing. Yeah. Because everything before was customized to the pandemic. And now we're seeing a little bit more, you know, the, the normal work being done. And uh, it, it's really, it, it ended up being incredibly valuable for me because I still learned everything. But uh, as far as applying it, I wasn't doing it necessarily. And now I am. And I'm saving clients. I mean, tons and tons of money. Like, it's awesome. It's amazing. It's what we're here for. No, I love that. Yeah, it is. And like, it's it's it really is. It's it's what I want to do. Like, listen, I understand I cost money myself, sure. but I can help save you twice the amount of money that I cost. You know, if not more. So like, that's kind well, of well. That's a great testimonial. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And I mean, the job's not done really yet. Phenomenal. Now we're looking at like um, a September open date. But yeah. I'll get that testimonial when it's all said and done. And, uh, you know, that's that's incredibly valuable because that's what I aim to do. But I've talked about, you know, my uh, ambition to be a consultant and a resource. And that's what I'm doing with this client. And uh, it, it's just going really, really well. Well, I have to say I love this podcast. Yeah, I thought I this was filled with so much great information. We went from everything on tips to moving to a small office to asset management and how to manage that to saving money. Right. I mean, it was great. Exactly. <laughs> and I'm so glad to be back at work. So thanks, Jack. Thanks so much for coming on today. And I really enjoyed this. Yeah, me too, Lisa. Everyone, be sure to go to theadvancedgrp.com and visit our podcast page. And of course, leave your comments, anything you want to hear about. So much going on in real estate, so much going on in moving. And let's get back to work. Take That's care. it. <laughs> thanks, everybody. Take Bye. care. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast at theadvancedgrp.com. That's theadvancedgrp.com.